Hey, you guys, we're excited to announce new merch. Go to stonerchickspodcast.com and check out the merch tab to see all of these new hats and mugs that we've got. The mugs say smoke your weed on one side and have a nice little leaf design and they say Stoner Chicks Podcast on the other. And there's beanies that say SYW, you know, we know, smoke your weed. Check it out. There's all different colors. It's going to be a great time. We just wanted to get cozy with you. Some of them have pom-poms. They're going to be really cozy, very fashionable. Stoner chickspodcast.com merch Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. This is Grace Penzel. This is Kayla Teal. And this be Stephanie Thompson. We're so happy to be here with you today. We're recording the Northwest. It's a rainy October day, nice and spooky. You will have just experienced Halloween, so we're rolling into the next month. But it's the kind of afternoon that I like to get high. What are you guys smoking? Ooh, I just went to the store. I usually go to one store that's a little bit farther, but there's a smaller store with less availability closer, and I felt lazy, and so I went to the smaller store today. And they actually gave me a good recommendation last time, so I asked for the same grower but a different strain. So it's Washington Wa Grower, Washington Grower, and I got their white truffle. And last time I got their ice cream cookie and it was amazing. So these are both indica leaning strains. And this is, I just went to the store. I haven't tried it yet. So I'm going to take a big bong rip right now. That's awesome. Did you stick with this company and buying weed from them again because you liked the first strain you tried so much? Awesome. I did. And also it was, they had a, it was kind of on sale, but still not the cheapest thing there. Does that make sense? Like it was kind of like a higher product that was more like it was on sale, like at a more average price. To try to get new customers, which it may have worked on you, which is great. Yeah. I haven't looked into the company yet, but from just the product, I like it. It's awesome. I like doing that where you do a bunch of the same, uh, different strains from the same grower so you can compare easier to compare that way I feel like it's a lot easier to compare and I've already kind of run the gamut with Falcana like Ravengrass and also those aren't a lot like those aren't they don't have those brands at the store I went to so I had to kind of improvise I've had stuff from them they produced one of the uh, low THC strains that I was smoking a little while back pretty Mm -hmm. good yeah yeah I personally have been smoking a couple different things. I know it's boring, but Orange Blossom from Falcana is still in my life. It's not and boring. Then... That It makes me jealous. I miss that strain. It's the only time I've felt that, that way about a strain. <laughs> to feel that excited about a strain. Yeah, where it feels like an old friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. That familiar smell and feeling. But I've been smoking a lot of this particular strain from a grower called Bodega Buds. And I will admit that the reason that I've been smoking this grower is because it's been very cheap to buy um, Mm -hmm. at my dispensary. 
So I've been getting $8 eights from them. Wow. <laughs> you know, so, I've had actually, you know, don't sneeze at I'm like, not knocking prices. It. Yeah. No. So this $8 eighth that I've been getting from them pretty consistently, and I'll be so sad the day they run out, is GMO crossed with Sunset Sherbert. Really good. Peace Valley Farms. It's from Peace Valley Farms, but that's their LLC. And then their Bodega Buds is the name of the company. That's pretty good. What about you, Kayla? Well, first of all, your Bodega Buds reminds me of the, there's a weed store very close to me called Bodega. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Like it. Very cute. I'm still smoking and will be smoking probably well into 2024. The guava cross strain that Phoebe gave me, allegedly. Shout out, Phoebe. (laughs) We miss you, Phoebes. Miss you, Phoebe. Yeah, Phoebe gave me a good chunk of weed. So I'm going to be good for a while in this guava. I can't remember the second word. And I wish I remembered the name of the farm. Next time, I'll (laughs) I'll ask Phoebe and let you know. I'll get back to you. Phoebe and I are doing Aquasize tomorrow morning. Just oh, FYI. I'm so jealous of this. This will be the third time we've done Aquasize at this place. And we are by far the youngest by probably about 30-ish years. I want to go. You should come. Will you guys tell me yeah, tomorrow? Yeah. yeah, why not? 8 a.m. You have to get up. Kind of early. Oh my God, Grace, you should go. That's so early. I'll, t- I'll ask Phoebe about it. Yeah, yeah. You're anyway. also, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need to continue to involve you in our fitness schedule, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I'm just saying getting high and d- doing water aerobics. Yeah. It's pretty fun. And you get these like floaty barbells. It's getting fun. stoned and being in water is like number one goals. And that even comes after. So it's spooky season and um, it had come up. Shout out to our Patreon cuties at our last smoke sesh. Sign up at patreon.com slash stoner chicks at our last zoom smoke sesh we were talking about the movie it follows which is one of jeff's favorites and i ended up watching it last night and it was so creepy and scary but it was really beautifully shot and she spends a lot of time in water like she loves swimming so she has like an outdoor elevated pool that she spends a lot of you get a lot of POV of her in the water looking at things and listening to birds chirping. And then the only spoiler is towards the end, there's an indoor swimming pool. That's all I'll say. You should watch this crazy movie. But it was so scary. And even with how scary they made the water, I would still love to go to Aquasize with you tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay, excellent. excellent. Was that too long of a story? I'm having one of those days where I'm losing track of how long I'm talking for. So (laughs) I think we'll get back on track here and say... For the record, I was loving hearing about It Follows. I was going to ask you what it was about because, yeah, it sounds like a good one. Okay, the joke that someone made, and I apologize because I can't remember which patron said this, but someone summarized the plot of It Follows as sexually transmitted ghost. And that's not... (laughs) It's not 100%, but it's close enough that I think it's a very funny joke. So go check it out if you feel like it. Get really creeped. And in the meantime, I'd like to whisk you away. Kayla, this is not an official steal your seg, but let's do some weed in the news.
I like your water bottle, Kayla. <laughs> it was the only thing I got for my birthday. And the only thing I asked for was, I was like, I want a, one of those big ass metal things all the ladies have. Oh my gosh. Days. Well, it's a beautiful water bottle and a beautiful present. <laughs> and I've been trying to give myself the gift of water every day, in part because I've actually been recovering from having COVID for the first time. That's right. It finally caught up to me after three and a half years, but I'm doing okay. And I wanted to bring to Weed in the News something that I just saw today, which is an article from Forbes that came out on October 13th, 2023 by A.J. Harrington called Study Finds Cannabis Users Had Better COVID-19 Outcomes. I know I've why. I've heard this. Yeah. I have a, I, well, I don't know. Not because I know why, because <laughs> I'm crazy and I like to make connections out of hearing one sentence headlines. Uh huh. It's because Pahead's pretty much like when COVID hit, we were like locked down. Okay. And mm-hmm. so we all sat in our houses and just smoked weed, watched TV, followed. We didn't expose ourselves as much. Right. Or is it going to go no, into? No. no so it's, it's on a cellular level, right? A cellular so level. It's saying that. Literally, the people who got COVID, who were cannabis oh. users, did better, like didn't get as sick or die oh. at the same rate. So basically, at a conference in Hawaii this week, there was a presentation on the study, which was conducted through a review of the medical records of more than 320,000 individuals. And it was delivered to the American College of Chest Physicians in Honolulu. Quote, marijuana smokers had better outcomes and mortality compared to non-users, unquote, the authors of the study wrote in their conclusion. The beneficial effect of marijuana use may be attributed to its potential to inhibit viral entry into cells and prevent the release of pro-inflammatory cytokines thus mitigating cytokine release syndrome. And that was something they found in a test tube during COVID. I remember when that was making the rounds in the news about how they did, they were testing what you just said on cells in like Petri dishes and it did help keep COVID from permeating the cells. What's cytokine release levels? Just it, because I'm total... Cytokine release syndrome is something that happens when your immune system responds to infection or immunotherapy drugs more aggressively than it should. So basically, cytokines are things that can have effects on other cells. So they're cells like interferons, things that get activated when you're sick. It's like things that get activated, I'm pretty sure when your immune system comes into play. I'm not 100%. So it helps in defense. Is that what I'm understanding? Cytokines are released and help defend against the COVID? A cytokine is a small protein that is crucial in controlling the growth and activity of other immune system cells and blood cells. So when released, they signal the immune system to do its job and go ham, kind of like cracking down on infections. Cytokines affect the growth of all blood cells and other cells that help the body's immune and inflammation responses, right? So pro-inflammatory cytokines during COVID 
get released. They literally call it a cytokine storm. And when you hear about people having multi-organ failure from COVID and like their lungs getting fucked, it's because of this cytokine storm. So like your immune system is going AWOL, all this inflammation is happening and your organs start shutting down. That's my understanding. Now, I'm not an expert on this. So going back to the article, it says, so far, research into possible associations between cannabis and COVID-19 has been limited. Online cannabis news source Marijuana Moment noted in a report on the new study. A 2022 study found that among hospitalized patients, cannabis users had lower COVID-19 severity and, quote, significantly better health outcomes. Another study conducted last year found that cannabis use was associated with a lower chance of contracting COVID-19, but cannabis use was also linked to more serious infections. And a separate 2022 lab study by researchers at the University of Oregon determined that cannabis compounds prevented infection by the COVID-19 virus in human cells. The researchers are also exploring cannabis as a treatment for COVID-19. So yeah, I guess researchers at Oregon State University are presenting on including hemp to treat COVID-19. I'm not sure like how far they've gotten with that, but I just wanted to stop for a moment to acknowledge that this disease that's been so devastating that many of us have lost people to, that the world has lost so many people to, and that continues to attack people like so many other illnesses that we have no other treatment for could potentially see some relief from cannabis and hemp. Hello, everybody. Marijuana. This is just a perfect example is the more we look into this plant, the more we discover possible benefits and positive outcomes. Instead of demonizing and stigmatizing this plant, like why not research it and see what it can do? It know? really is one of like the biggest setbacks in human advancement. Like so much time wasted on making this plant, using it as a tool to oppress people and throw people in jail rather than actually studying it and figuring it out how it can make our existence easier. And we have known all this time that because of the way that cannabinoids interact with the endocannabinoid system, that inflammation is helped so dramatically. So if it's these inflammatory cytokines that are being released in a flurry in your body when you have COVID, it makes a lot of sense. Anyway, I don't know if there's enough information yet for you to be like basing health choices off of, but certainly having had COVID all week, reading that article today really boosted my spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was feeling a lot better after reading that. So that is one article. Again, thank you so much to AJ Harrington. You can find that on Forbes. The other bit of news that I want to touch on is something that has been coming up for us in Seattle over the last year in 2023 and affected my guys up at Urban Elements just a couple months ago. But there has been a really bad problem with cannabis stores 
being robbed in Seattle in a huge concerted effort by some criminals who use vehicles to smash into the front of cannabis stores and steal product in the middle of the night. Which is fucking wild. How much it's happening. Just smashing grabs in the middle of the night. I... And a lot of times, I think they're only stealing or only able to steal a couple hundred dollars worth of product, but they're doing thousands of dollars worth of damage to in order to do this. And risking so much if they get caught. It's like a lot to risk to just steal some weed. Like, I don't understand the motivation behind it. It's not because we've talked about cannabis stores being a target because they operate with cash. But these people aren't necessarily breaking in for cash. They're breaking in for product. Are they smuggling it? Are they making a shit ton of money? It feels very like a big operation. So I'm reading an article from King 5 that was put out on September 22nd, although the latest robbery happened just eight days ago in Capitol Hill at The Reef, which is right down on Olive Way. It's crazy. Sorry if you're not from Seattle, but it's just these are places that we go every day. I was shocked when I saw pictures of of it up at Urban Elements. Okay. A Seattle cannabis store was hit with a smashing grab within an hour of an attempted cannabis store robbery in nearby Skyway. This is where they tried to do two in one day. A dockside cannabis location in Seattle Soto neighborhood was hit early Friday morning. The first vehicle thieves used to ram into the building got stuck inside, but they had a second getaway car waiting. They first rammed the car into the company's break room and realized it was locked, so they re-rammed the car into another door at the business. The manager of Dockside Cannabis said that it could cost more than $50,000 to fix the damage. There were a few hundred dollars in products stolen from the business. Four suspects were involved. Western Washington has seen several pot shop smash and grabs in recent months. What we're hearing is that they're scared and they're nervous, said Chandra Wax, the director of the Enforcement and Education Division for the Washington State Liquor and Cannabis Board. When they did it up at Urban Elements, they got this certain kind of car that they stole. It's a Kia that's small enough to fit in between the concrete stanchions that are in front of the store and was able to wedge through and smash open the whole front glass of the place. And then people run in and they bring a second car and get away. And this has happened like over 20 times in Seattle in 2023 alone. So shit is real. That is, it's like so much at this point. We have a lot of Seattle area bud tenders that listen to the podcast, I know. And like, I feel for them. Like that would be such a scary thing. I mean, at the very least, it's happening in the middle of the night so that no civilian employees or customers are in there and getting hurt. But I mean, that's at the very, I mean. Yeah, it and it's sucks. kind of part of this broader problem of lack of the continued lack and like more and more lack of services to people create desperate times. And so I don't know, I just, and pot stores tend to be an easy target because they're assumed to have a lot of cash at hand it's a product that is easy to sell on the black market. So it's kind of, I feel like what happens when we continue to restrict access 
to basic human needs like food and healthcare. 100% and housing. Exactly. And housing is so expensive in Seattle. It's astronomical. There were conservative reporters like Fox reporters that came to Seattle and were trying to interview people and be like, isn't the crime so horrible? Isn't the drug addiction so horrible? And they kept getting Seattleites who were just answering, thank God, like Seattleites do and saying like, no, I haven't seen any of this crime. I don't feel unsafe at all. It's about people needing services. We should ask why people are are on the street. We should ask why people are using drugs, why people are overdosing, why people are being robbed. Yeah. But I do agree. It's like people are desperate in this country. So anyway, if you're a Seattle bud tender, so much love to you. Stay safe, mm-hmm. everybody. And Jesus Christ, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> that's not a good way to end weed in the news, but that's, no, that's been okay. weed in the news. <laughs> anyway. I think that I need a smoke break. How about you guys? Me too. 100%. 100% underbaked. Have a smoke (laughs) break. Welcome back from your smoke break, stoners. This is stoner chick Grace, and we just had some weed in the news. Now I want to talk about, I guess, I kind of just want to do like a stoner music recommendation. (laughs) Like, I hadn't been listening to music a ton for a while, and I'm, I'm getting back into it, which is important for good things, I hope. So this artist came onto my radar. She's not new by any stretch of the imagination, but I just found out about her. Victoria Monet, M-O-N-E-T. <gasps> you know Victoria Monet? Yeah. I only recently discovered her as well. So don't think of me as some OG fan of hers. But So on August 23rd of this year, she released her first studio album. She's had EPs out before and she's released lots of singles and probably most famously, she's a songwriter, but her album Jaguar 2 was released and got an eight from Pitchfork. I just happened to see that. I don't really care about Pitchfork. (laughs) I I don't even know what a Pitchfork is. So it's like a music magazine. Oh, Pitchfork. Got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wanted to talk a little about our unofficial stoner of the week, Victoria Monet. Stoner of the week! So Victoria Monet comes from Georgia. She was born in 1989 and she moved to Sacramento as a child. She convinced her mother to change addresses so that she would be in the right zip code to attend Sheldon High School, which had a renowned performing arts program. She also was a dancer. And so this says, outside of dance rehearsals, Monet began exchanging poetry with an older cousin and found a new passion. This soon translated into her writing her own music. Monet is probably best known for having co-written songs with Ariana Grande. 
she's an R&B artist. She's a singer-songwriter. So she's a pop and R&B artist and has written songs for a number of artists, including Nas, Ariana Grande, Blackpink, Fifth Harmony, T.I., Good Music, Lupe Fiasco, Chrisette Michelle, and Coco Jones. In 2019, she received two Grammy Award nominations for Album of the Year for her work on Ariana Grande's Thank You Next and Record of the Year for Seven Rings, which is an Ariana Grande song. Cool. Um, Yeah. I have like two songs of her and they're both on my like my sexy list. (laughs) Oh, what are the songs? Uh, Well, there's one song called F-U-C-K. Oh, nice. Okay. And the other one is it's like a it's one of those songs that should be way longer. I think it's only like a minute and a half, but I think it's called I'm Falling in Love or something. One of her most famous songs. Why is that so well known by her? I honestly accidentally found her on Spotify and within like 10 seconds of listening to her voice, I was like, yep, mm, add. So. Cool. You know what that just reminded me of? The F-U-C-K song is, do you remember that Britney Spears song, If You Seek Amy? No, I'm not. See, I'm not a deep dive Britney Spears gal. Okay. She has a song called If You Seek Amy. Amy, which when oh, you say I fast, do know this song. it sounds like F-U-C-K me. Yeah. And yes, I remember I when that song. came out and people freaked out. That's hilarious. What will be most relevant to us as stoners, though, is her single that came out earlier this year featuring Lucky Day called Smoke. And I'm going to share just a very small bit of it with you now. <laughs> So that's that song. I love that they were hotboxing the camper. <laughs> yeah. The music video is beautiful. She is stunning. She is stunning. And the imagery in this music video is excellent. Supersonic haze. It's like kind of old. It's like old timey magazine ads for cigarettes, but it's about weed. So very cool. Check it out. That's Victoria Monet Smoke. And I can't wait to listen to more of her music. I've become obsessed just in the few minutes that I've been listening to it. And also was finding other songs that she wrote on, including one called Ice Cream with Selena Gomez by the group Blackpink. I guess she wrote that. And I also was enjoying that. Would you like to hear a tiny clip of that? Yeah, that's so cool. She writes for K-pop groups, too. Like 
Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that was kind of a fun one. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you all about Victoria Monet. She's awesome. Her album is Jaguar 2 and check it out. And that has been my section of the podcast for today. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Grace. Well, I'm taking it from here and I'm yeah. bringing in a new segment. Woohoo! Yes. I was looking up poetry anyway, and I was looking up poetry written about cannabis, and I noticed a little theme. And so I want to play a little game with you guys. And this game is I'm going to read you excerpts of poems, and I want you to tell me if it's about cannabis or if it's about sex. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) All right. And I'm calling this new segment Coming or Cannabis. (laughs) I love this segment. (laughs) Yes. Let me actually get a pen. I want to keep track of the scores. Let's see here. We'll have a Kayla and a Grace. Let's start with Grace. You ready? Yes. I didn't know a love like this could exist. (laughs) How can you blame me that I couldn't resist? With pheromones so strong, you beckoned me in. Let me know. I belong. She's got the sexy voice out. Uh, I know. The sexy voice. I feel like I feel like Steph only could couldn't fake it. That's got to be about weed. It is about weed. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> if Steph's talking like that, it's about... <laughs> no, no, I'm going to no. probably talk about that for every single one. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but I'll try my different sexy voices out. Oh, great. <laughs> they might all sound the same. <laughs> Okay, Kayla, you're up next. All right. I wait the sweet annihilation of swift flesh. I make stern against your charming strength. (laughs) Oh, haste annihilator, drawing into you my enchanting leaves. Oh, my God. That's tough. I'm going to say that's about sex. You're right. Yay. You guys are doing so good. Am I haste annihilator? And incidentally, that's by E.E. Cummings. Oh, wow. The leaves almost threw me off. I almost... Yeah, I thought that might throw some... But that might be too much of a... What do you call that? Too Too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. There's a word for that. Grace, you're up. An obvious red herring. Sorry, I was blowing smoke out the window. I'm ready. I'm blowing smoke. Yes. I'm blowing smoke up your ass. (laughs) You drive me insane. All I want (laughs) is your pleasure, but hunting for you is pain. Jesus Christ. Is it about sex? No, that's about weed. Whoa, hunting for you. Oh, like trying to find a plug or something? I guess. Hunting for you Mm -hmm. is pain. Wow, who wrote that? Mm. Sorry, I didn't write, I didn't cite all the authors of these poems. <laughs> I can go back and fight them. No, it's okay. Okay, next one. Kayla, you're up. I'm hypnotized, sleepwalking to the rhythm of your words, never wishing to wake. That is about weed. Oh, sorry, it's about sex. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Two more, should we do? Maybe? Yes. Okay. Yep. You have many names that I call you, and all the ways that I take you into. Ooh. You're seductive and deep. <laughs> the curious company I keep, 
intricacies and delicacies, observations and fantasies. It's about weed. Fuck yeah, you're right, Grace. (laughs) Yay! That's a beautiful romantic poem about weed. Yeah, there are some good ones, I think. All right, Kay, let's see if you can catch up or if you tie. All right. Okay. The arrows of delight shot through my body. You were spring and I the edge of a cliff. And a shining waterfall rushed over me. Weed. That's sex. Oh, man. (laughs) All I had to do was say sex three times. (laughs) (laughs) Will you say that last bit of again? The whole, just the last, and a shining waterfall rushed over me. Wow. Sex. Mm -hmm. A shining waterfall. Mm -hmm. That's their, their coming. That's their, yeah, their orgasm. Shot by a waterfall. Like a freaking fire hydrant just to the face. Arrows of delight. I love that one too. Arrows of delight. Cupid's arrow. Ooh. So anyway, I thought that was a fun little game. Maybe it'll come back. We'll see. That was a really fun game. Thanks, Steph. You're welcome. Oh my God. I forgot to say, if you're listening to this on November 3rd, Happy Sandwich Day. <laughs> Happy National Sandwich Day. That's right, y'all. It's oh sandwich. It's sandwich day. What's your favorite sandwich? Bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think I love the, what's the French sandwich? The croque, croque madame. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Croque madame has the egg because cro- oh. croque monsieur is, and, and, but then it's a woman because she has eggs. Wait, no, that's that sucks. That's frankly gender regressive. <laughs> Men can have eggs too. Oh, uh, French people. <laughs> France, get with it. Anyway. Well, if you're not in France, but you might be in the Pacific Northwest or the Southwest to Los Angeles, you can see us perform. We, you, there are opportunities to see all four of us perform in the next few months that are very exciting. Phoebe has a show coming up uh, produced by Jet City Improv that is an Illuminati-themed improv show that will be taking place at uh, West of Lennon Theater in Fremont, Seattle. So that's Phoebe. You can also check out Grace is doing a, you're not going to believe this, Eurovision-themed improv show. Yes. So it's called Vision Euro. (laughs) I've never done musical improv before, but I'm so excited. And it's going to be at the Atlas Theater, which is Comedy Sports Seattle in Fremont also, starting, I think, November 14th. But check out the website. You can see where I'm when I'm going to be performing. Yeah, we have links to all these things on stonerchickspodcast.com, including Phoebe's show, which opens November 9th. And I'm going to just double check that. Yeah. And then we're rolling into... The holidays. The holidays. I've been doing a holiday show for over a decade. Kayla has been involved in that show for years as well. It is called Uncle Mike Ruins Christmas. And we will be at the Center Theater, which is awesome, in the Pacific Science Center in Seattle, the December 15th and 16th and 22nd and 23rd. And you can check out tickets at UncleMikeRuinsChristmas.com. And it's just north of this 
Science Center, but it's in the Seattle Center. So like where the Space yes. Needle is pretty much. Yeah, I always call that whole area the Pacific Science Center. Kind of, <laughs> I'm a weird local like that. I'm also a weird local. And that's the only reason I used to go to Seattle Center. Yeah. Like when you grow up there, you went there for the Science Center. And then the, at, the, at the time, there was a carnival there always, a permanent Ooh. like rides and stuff and so you hey do that. stephanie well can we go see the dinos at the pacific science center fuck yeah i've never seen them i want to see them i went with children and they and they took too long with other stuff and i didn't get to see the dinos oh we can we can go get baked and stare there's little benches and you're gonna sit and watch the animatronic dinosaurs go like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those were scary oh. as a kid i've never seen them by the way, I like an Italian sandwich. Go ahead. <laughs> Kayla. Is a hot dog a sandwich? That's that's too much of a debate. We okay, can't okay, open okay, that. Okay. We can't we can't litigate that. <laughs> we can't litigate that. So check Stephanie out at Seattle Center. The show is really good. It's really raunchy and very fun. They take happy Christmas memories and fucking ruin them and it's hilarious. And it's not meant for children or people who just wouldn't like that humor. Like I wouldn't like even bring your mom, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Our show, the Vision Euro show is also 21 plus. Good to know. Yes. And then if you are in the LA area and want to see me perform, I have a sketch show at the Pack Theater in Hollywood on Wednesday, November 8th. Also on December, Wednesday, December 13th. Um, and we'll have links to that on sonarchickspodcast.com as well. And if you want to find us elsewhere, you can do that on the internet. You can go to other things you can do on stonerchickspodcast.com. You can sign up for our email list, buy merch, find out about upcoming shows, find us on TikTok at Broccoli Broads, on Instagram at stonerchickspodcast, patreon.com slash stonerchicks. For more episodes, the smoke sesh, you can email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. You can... Tell us anything, but you can also tell us your high thoughts and address them. Dear Stephanie, I hope you're well and happy. You can also enter the sticker exchange slash send us anything in the mail. <laughs> well, not anything, but PO Box 80586, <laughs> Seattle, Washington 98108. You can rate or review us on Spotify. Please give us a five-star review. Please do. And we have a new review on Apple Podcasts, which I will read. Oh, my God. Thank you for giving us a review. <laughs> it's from Catalina Stan. Five stars. Smoke your weed. I love that I came across this podcast. I love listening to these stoner chicks while I'm working. Feels like I'm hanging with my besties. Love this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, queens. Yay. Thank oh you. Gosh. Thank you for listening. Ah, oh, besties. It really helps us not only if you rate us, but if you tell a friend that you enjoy our podcast. Uh, a lot of what we get is by word of mouth. And if you're interested in advertising us, please reach out to stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. All right. This has been a great episode of Stoner Chicks Podcast. Stephanie, what do stoner chicks always say? The arrows of delight shot through my body. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I got high. Smoke your weed. Smoke your weed.